0: Previously, on Masks and Mayhem. Earlier that day, you and Bethany were kind of putting the finishing touches on the black cat.
1: Ooh, yay. And I, again, save every five goddamn minutes. Ruby is a film nerd and a TV nerd and loves to make references, especially to Space Cadet, which is a very popular sci-fi program, and Ruby is very into it.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to walk up to this uh, no-nonsense-looking police officer.
0: She looks at you, and she recognizes you, and she reaches out her hand, and she goes, Mr. Ambassador, I'm Detective Zoe Shepard. A man in a—his outfit screams mid-level management. Okay. It's a fitted suit, but it's, like, not—this is not a Brooks Brothers suit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I go, you got—I'm just going to go, you got the stuff?
0: And as he gets out, he's got, like, a a salt-and-pepper hair— Uh, it's slicked back though, and then two uh, rather large guys actually get out from either side of the back seat of the Escalade and come around back as well. And he leans up against the car, and Myra, you catch a brief glimpse of a tattoo but you don't make out what it is, Uh, but Ruby, you see uh, very distinctly, it's like a diamond, it's cut in half and one side is red and the other side is black. It has been seven months since your adventure on the island base. Seven months since Myra left. What sorts of things have you been up to?
2: Does not matter which one of us goes?
0: Nope, go for it. Whoever wants to go.
2: (laughs) In the seven months since Myra has left, I have been slowly but surely infiltrating these low-level drug dealers and their gangs and trying to find the suppliers of the slam packs that they're getting their hands on. And I've been trying to get on... To get in Zoe Shepard's good graces and potentially strike up some deal with the local police into helping us get rid of the slam-pack problem and finding out how all these drugs are getting into people's hands.
0: Okay, so this has been specifically like a Riverside thing you've been doing?
2: As of – you know what? I'm going to say yes. The drugs have been centralized here, so I feel like – Okay. I'm, I'm making these choices that <laughs> the supplier is someone here.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I, you know, the supplier doesn't have to be someone from that. I just wanted to make sure, like, the, the drug busts you've been doing have been in the Riverside area. hmm So, all right, so since you've been doing that, you know, I imagine you've been going against, like, multiple different, like, kind of gangs in Riverside and, like, you know— It's not, like, just the Blue Cross gang. It's, like, a bunch of different gangs that are all dealing these same drugs.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Blue Cross gang is certainly, like, the forerunner in getting the Slam Packs out there. But now that word has gotten out about the Slam Packs, Mm -hmm. they're slowly but surely disseminating into other groups. So whenever I hear any sort of, like, whispers or rumors on the street, I'll try to find out where they're getting them, uh, how they're getting distributed, who's buying them, who's selling them. And it's not so much direct confrontation, it's more quote-unquote shadowy stuff where I'm not trying to cause an all-out gang war, I'm more so trying to get the logistics of things.
0: Okay, and so just to check, have you, since we mentioned the Blue Cross gang, have you run into Hornet at all
2: throughout this? We have caught shadows of each other, we could say, because he still is not one to partake in a partner. (laughs) The phrasing there, not sexual at all. Um, but he is so very much a lone Austin ranger. Austin keeps it solo. Yeah, yeah. Give him his own fucking like little mission off of himself. Austin goes solo. Oh <laughs> wait, he's always solo because he's not a team fucking player.
0: All right. Uh, so also, since you mentioned Zoe Shepard, do me a favor. Roll me three uh, investigation checks.
2: Okay. Hold on, let me see. My investigation is plus seven. 16. Okay. Yeah, 16. Jesus. 16, 16, and 7. With a 7 uh, modifier. Oh, oh, so
0: 14 total? What? Like no. you rolled 16 or total 16? I rolled for those si- first. Two? Like, I
2: gave you all the numbers. I rolled oh, okay, 16, okay, 16 okay. and what did I say? 7?
0: Seven? 7, so yeah. total 14 for that last one.
2: Yeah. So what is that? Okay. Uh, for, so 23, um, 23, and 14. All yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Zoe Shepard actually called you in. Um, I'd say let's see. This we're, we're starting in September, so I'm gonna say she called you in like th- like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you arrive at the jail to Riverside, Riverside Precinct Number One.
2: Ooh, Number One.
0: Yeah, that's where uh Shepard and um Winslow are based out of. Uh, so you arrive, and Shepard's actually looking like really apprehensive and like nervous.
2: Ooh. Hey, Shepard, what's going on? You look like you got something on your mind. Yardak, I'm glad you
0: you came here so quickly. Follow me, and she and she takes you back into the holding cells, and the drug dealer that you guys had dealt with, the one who was sell- trying to sell to the Blue Cross Gang initially with the tattoo. Yeah, uh, he is dead on the ground inside one of the cells.
2: Ooh. somebody killed him or suicide?
0: That's that's the thing. We're we're just you know it's it's
2: it all just happened
0: a moment ago. But the second it happened, I thought of you because the other two guys, the the muscle guys, he was with at the time. Uh, they both got shanked yesterday.
2: Oh, so they're trying to keep information from getting out.
0: That's what I'm thinking with all the stuff going down. You know, I, I just I figured you would want to know about this. And and she kind of points over and like you both are looking at the body and she like has like one of those little pen lights and she moves the guy's head a little bit. And you can see just like really strong like strangulation marks
2: Ooh, like bl- broken blood vessels in his eyes and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, but also just around his neck, it's all bruised and everything. Mm-hmm. And Shepard looks at you and goes, "We don't have any. You know, it's it's not like his bed sheets are right there or anything. It's not like someone choked him to death with something. And and we just don't have any footage of anyone coming or going. So it's just.
2: So wait a sec. Question: Is this like a jail cell or prison? Jail cell. So like he just by bi- was he by himself? Yes. Ooh, maybe one of the police officers killed him. <sighs> I, I got an inside man.
0: I mean, I trust the guys that I work with, but it's, it's, it's not impossible. It's just, and, and she examines the neck. There's no fibers or anything like that. Like, you know.
2: So this was hands.
0: There's no scratches. There's no blood anywhere. It's, it's just for, for a guy built like this to not fight back in some ways, unusual. Mm -hmm. So I just keep, keep yourself safe out there. You know, we're the coroner's on their way, but I just wanted to give you a heads up about what's going on.
2: Okay. Well, then I definitely want to hear what the coroner has to say then whenever you get those answers.
0: We'll do. We'll do, Yardak. We'll come back to you in a second, Yardak. But Ruby, what, if, what is, what's some of the things that Ruby's been up to? Uh,
1: we are pretty much completely done with the Black Cat. We're just trying to figure out how to do a premiere with it mm-hmm. or where. But during those few months, uh, Agent Alan Rickard came back, uh, for about a week and a half to do stuff at Union Echo Base. And we hung out a lot during that time oh and <laughs> but since there's a good chance he won't be back in time for uh if there's like, i do like a big premiere for the black cat we had an informal screening at my apartment and i invited a lot of my friends i assume i invited yardak i don't know if he was able to attend
2: hell yeah um you always gotta support your pals
1: <laughs> i invited ruth day
2: hell yeah ruthie was there she got wasted yeah she got she got very wine drunk But she loved the movie.
1: And other people that are still around, like Lydia Alvarado. Okay. Sloane Matthews? Is that who went on our...
0: Yeah, Sloane Matthews. Yeah,
1: I I didn't invite the the boss guy. He makes everyone uncomfortable.
0: That's fair. What about Kevin Lewis?
1: (laughs) Yes, Kevin is allowed. Boss guy makes everyone (laughs) uncomfortable, and I just want to salute at him all day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to salute at him all day. Okay, do me a favor. Make a filmmaking check. Okay. I don't know why I said a favor, as though, like...
1: (laughs) Okay, I 24 overall.
0: 24 overall. All right. Well, uh, word got around in kind of like the uh, the underground movie scene about the Black Cat, and like you know, like you know, Azra has been talking it up to people she knows, and you've been talking about <laughs> to like film school professors and stuff. I imagine. Uh, anyway, they got you in touch with like a distributor.
1: Nice.
0: And like they weren't sure if they're going to work it out. Like they were originally just going to do like a like a small like limited run, like limited release. You know, a couple couple indie theaters kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just some things worked out, you had some meetings, and it looks like you're actually gonna be doing like a full release.
2: Ooh, she gonna be famous. Yeah, this won't be problematic for being a superhero.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be full release in that it's like in theaters, more, way more theaters than you were expecting, but it's still gonna be like. Like an indie film. It's an indie film, like it's gonna be like, you know, one showing a day or something at a lot yeah. of them. But like, you know, that's just a way more exposure than you were expecting. So how, how did you react? How, how did you react when the, when the distributor called you?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, Ruby, we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you in the pictures.
1: <laughs> um I assume Bethany was also on the phone with me for this call.
0: Yeah, and she is like silently jumping up and down, like punching the air while this is happening.
1: I assume that both Bethany and I would have like producer credits of some kind.
0: I mean, yeah, like, you guys put in all the, like, I mean, well, actually, yeah. I guess that's a question of, like, your decision, because, like, you know, she was definitely director of photography, you were definitely, like, lead director and stuff, and obviously yeah. you all kind of shared a lot of roles with it being such a, you know, small crew.
1: I would say, like, I, like, sh- director, she's DP, but we both have, like, a producer credits,
0: because mm-hmm. okay.
1: we did. And then I, I kind of always assumed this, I think I wrote the script for it.
0: Yeah, that's what I—that's uh, the implication I got.
1: I was thinking about that early today, and I was like, I always assumed Ruby wrote the script for the Black Cat, but I never like confirmed that.
0: Yeah, so like you—you you had been struggling to find like an actual release time, and then so like all of this happened maybe two weeks ago from when we're starting today. Okay, like it's very recent, and they're saying that they're going to be viewing it like towards the end of October. Okay, and it's September. It's September exactly. Cool. And, and anything else, Yardak? What what else has been going on for you?
2: In between trying to figure out what's going on with these slam packs, there's also been some issues back home in Atlantis. And it's more of an everywhere underwater thing right now. There's a bit of turmoil. There's people making grabs for power. They're trying to unseat the king of Atlantis. So there's...
0: How has that been? Like, how did that part play out then? Like, the power grab? Like, specifically in the Atlantis part.
2: Well, I mean, that's still kind of an ongoing thing with the whole insurrectionists that were found in Atlantis. They were not the only ones, and it's not been like a steady stream of like assaults, but it's just been kind of here and there, different sorts of like rebel groups, if you will, have been causing issues. Like
0: okay, so is this is this more the level of like an insurgency, or is this more like are we talking like an all out kind of civil war at this point?
2: No, it's most certainly not an all out civil war. It could very much lead to that, but as of right now, things are just kind of worrisome.
0: Okay, all right, that makes sense then, because uh, Yarkaven, the king reached out to you and and instructed you to go to France, we oui, oui. and meet with with the French ambassador. Uh, to try and convince them to build an embassy uh, because he wants to build more ties with you know the different nations of Earth. So do me a favor, roll a persuasion check and, and tell me what you're saying to try to convince this ambassador to work with you on this.
2: This is a human ambassador.
0: Correct. This is the ambassador for France to the United Nations.
2: Ooh, These rolls tonight so far, they're so good. Knock on whatever fake wood this desk is made of. <laughs> 18 plus 9 is 27.
0: Alright, so yeah, what'd you say?
2: Well, give me like a lead in line, like, as what, like, what would the ambassador say to me? Instead of just starting cold.
0: Monsieur Yardak, I am, I am not sure about...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, can we just pretend there's a French accent?
0: It doesn't help that you guys laugh, because like, I can barely contain myself.
2: (laughs) I was, I just wasn't expecting...
0: I'm going all out,
2: I'm going all out. Okay, go all out, now I'm aware
0: of it uh monsieur radak i i don't i don't know if if we are at the place yet for our two nations to to work together in this way
2: it's not so much that i would need you or you would need me but this is a potential future that we could make with each other that would help both of us i'm concerned with the conflict that is happening underwater will soon spill out onto land and that will cause more issues than the general populace is ready to deal with
0: i know the french people do not want to get roped into another uh, conflict but i will i will speak uh, i will speak to my own government and i will speak to some of the other ambassadors to see about what we can do to help you
2: and that's all i'm asking is i'm just trying to get an ear and uh, just a potential allyship and maybe at some point you could help me and i could help you
0: Okay. Yeah. So, so you were successful in that endeavor, like really successful. Like, you know, even, even though, you know, he was hesitant, you know, just something about the way you phrased it made him want to help you.
2: Shit. Yeah. That's why I'm an ambassador.
0: Has, has Ruby <laughs> had any other notable events?
2: Uh, well,
1: her and Bethany and maybe Yardak and others, if they wanted to, went to a space cadet convention
2: for a weekend and it was a lot of fun. Yes. I wanted to see what all this was about. I kept hearing about it.
0: Okay. And I know that, um, that, uh, i say after the premiere and getting invited, like Sloan was really like, like glad to be included. And he, like, when he heard about this, he asked if it'd be cool if he tagged along. You know, he's cool. only seen like a couple episodes, but like, you know, he wants to, he wants, he likes to be included.
1: Uh, I got to meet the actor Michael Gordon. Yeah, Michael Gordon.
0: Okay. So which, uh, which show was he from?
1: He is from Space Cadet The Return. Uh, I, he was a reoccurring guest star. He wasn't part of the main cast, but he was a, a very well liked actor and he, um, is one of those guys who does a lot of work making like extended content. Like he's made a couple audiobooks in the universe and he's a really fun guy.
0: H- what character? What, tell me about the character. Just like one or two sentences about the character he played, uh, on The Return.
1: He was an admiral and unlike some of the other admirals, was actually good at his job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and was a trusted ally, especially uh, anytime the ship got in trouble, he was the one that always had their back.
0: Okay. Cool. So yeah, yeah. So you all went to the convention.
2: See, it's different it's different than Star Trek. There's competent admirals.
0: Make a space cadet expertise role.
2: Like with the name Michael Gordon, I was just picturing somebody that has like a really thick like mustache.
1: You know what? Sure, that works. Ooh, I don't well for this. Twenty-six overall.
0: Wow. Alright, so there was actually like a Space Cadet trivia event at this convention.
1: Yes.
0: And like all your friends came to watch you and you kicked ass, like you came, you kicked ass, you took names and you won uh and you got like a replica model of the ship from the original series.
1: Yes, perfect.
0: Like it's not one of the ones they use for filming but it's the exact same size.
1: Perfect. I love this so much.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you went to do that. Uh and Sloan like had an awesome time and he actually like he bought ended up buying a box set of the series. Which series? All of them. Like a all box set like, that has all, it has a box, it's a box set that contains all the series.
1: I just, could, I was like, you know they're on Netflix,
0: right? He's like, yeah, but then I don't get to do this. And then he runs over to get in line for someone to sign it. Fair. He does, of course, being that he has only been to the convention and not really seen much of the show, he has no idea whose
2: line he is in.
0: But he's <laughs> super
2: excited. It's just like a production assistant that just so happened to sit down at like a table. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I, okay, I'm trying to imagine, like, because it's basically not quite as many now as there are now, but, like, if they actually try to make a box set with every Star Trek series, that thing would be so fucking heavy.
0: I mean, I imagine that, like, they used Blu-rays, but they didn't, like, increase the quality so they could fit more series. Like, every series is on one Blu-ray each. Okay. Something, something like that. Or every season's on one Blu-ray yeah. each. Similarly, uh, so this convention, though, this was, well... Let's establish this. How long ago was that premiere that you did at your house?
1: Um, well, if they had called two weeks, it needs to be more than that. So maybe a month or two ago?
0: Okay. So then this this convention was about uh, a month ago, like just before Yardak left for France, basically.
1: Okay. And then Yardak, you said you came with us, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he went to the convention and then he went to France. A little bit after that, uh, you went to visit... You got a call to come visit Ulrich. Okay. Ooh, my boy. I imagine you might have called both of you. Like, you know, they let him contact you guys.
1: I have a, a question, because I can't remember if we established. Does Ulrich like Space Cadet?
0: You have brought him Space Cadet, and he enjoys it.
1: I'm going to, I, I'm not going to say which character, but I'm going to say there's, like, a character that he likes a lot, and I bought them a little action figure of him, like, a little thing to put on in his, like, cell that he has to stay in all the time.
0: Well, when, when you hand that to him, he holds it and, like, puts it against his chest, like, in kind of almost like a mock salute in a way. <laughs> Um, cause he's just like very grateful. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's been, you guys have just been standing by him and he's been in there for almost a year now and they let yeah. him out to like exercise and stuff. Cause obviously he's not always, you know, uh, prone to wolf form, but they, they keep him, you know, they let him outside and stuff. Like I, I don't want to make it out. Like, you know, he's been in the same cell for the past year, but he's been he primarily spends most of his time there. Um, and, and anyway, Lydia, the reason that they called you in is Lydia's actually made progress uh, it's still kind of a prototype, but of a serum that lets him kind of control it a little bit. And mostly in right now, it pretty much just only lets him like suppress it. Like if, if the wolf form tries to come out, he's able to suppress it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that that's fantastic. That's really good progress.
0: Lydia is, is looking over her paperwork and she goes, yes, yes. I, I, I've been very excited. Very, I, I see a lot of progress in this. I think the next step will be possibly to either allow him to, to, go without, or or at a very least uh, maintain consciousness over himself uh, while, while he's in the wolf form.
1: That, there are so many possibilities with that.
0: But I, I just see an opportunity for a future for Ulrich. That would be great. I, I would love that, he says. So yeah. Uh, and while you're there, I'll say you, you meet with Kevin Lewis, who tells oh, you... I also have
1: one thing, because I don't oh, think sure. Ulrich would be able to come to the screening of the Black Cat. I brought him a. I brought him a,
2: uh, a DVD of it to watch.
0: Oh, he gets the first copy.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> that's how you get fans. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, while you're there, you know, Kevin Lewis came in, and stopped by and said hi, and and uh, he was a little preoccupied though. Uh, just you know, some paperwork that he was reading. He seemed like really intense about. Um, mm-hmm. and he and he and he mentions to you Yardak like, hey, we've uh we've been keeping an eye out on uh some of Wagner's facilities. Nothing. Nothing jumpy quite yet, but you know, uh, we're you know, the second something happens, we're gonna we're gonna be all over it.
2: I'm just looking for a reason. I know, me too.
0: Got this. Uh... Ah, that doesn't matter. I'll 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 catch you guys up when it's more relevant.
2: You let me know because this asshole needs taken down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just I'm distracted. This uh incident out of Highwind City, but it's, it's it's that's not even really our jurisdiction. Just anyway, anyway. I'll uh I'll ca- I'll
2: catch you later. You let me know.
1: I was going to say, I was thinking Ruby's been doing some freelance editing on the side, some, like, some wedding videos, some bar mitzvah, bot mitzvah, sweet 16 kind of deals. Nothing too fancy, okay. just, just making some money on the side.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: She doesn't get paid for being a hero, right? That's a thing? No.
0: That's that's not how this works. Not unless you're taking, like, Muggers' wallets or something.
2: Or making money.
0: Or making the money.
2: Mm-hmm. She can do that. <laughs> Show me the money! But, uh, I was gonna say, maybe, maybe, like, a zombie escaped the island or something, and it was, like, like washed up on the shore or something. I don't
0: know. The problem with that is that, like, that island was on the Pacific <laughs> near Australia.
2: Oh. Well, never mind. Then. So
0: I don't, yeah, and I don't it. think they're gonna, have, they're not gonna have sent you to fight one zombie. I mean,
2: no, cause like, it was like, it was an idea with that, like, it could quickly become, well, that's what we have to do now is a zombie apocalypse. And then it just kind of is like, uh, maybe,
0: maybe someday we'll do some, some what if stories.
1: Ooh. We might have to call it something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. That might be that might be copyright. Anyway, uh, okay. So yeah, so it's been seven months now. All these you know things have happened. You met with the French ambassador. You got a distributor. You made some friends. You went to the uh, space cadet convention, and now it is a bright sunny morning in September. And the two of you are uh, are beaten up. What are you up to?
2: Having a picnic. Okay. Great. Yes, and, Let's go for it. Things have been quiet, so you know why not uh, enjoy what we can.
0: Well, you know what? As I say, there's uh, actually like a food truck thing going on over at uh, Kilmer Park. Okay.
1: I was going to say that there maybe was a food truck with like some southern comfort food. And since I'm from the south, it was a little nostalgic. Oh, absolutely. And wanted to introduce Yardak to some of the food from where I'm from.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of the local restaurants uh, around here have like their own food trucks. So you got something from uh, Big Joe's Grub Shack. (laughs) and uh and they and they kind of specialize in like southern comfort food
1: delicious unfortunately this is also making rachel hungry
0: (laughs) uh so yeah so you you arrive at the park and you you've grabbed some
2: food and what are you doing now yeah we got our food from the food truck and we're uh and it's a big park
0: you know there's uh there's a playground and a stage over on one end and like a small little lake in the middle and then just like this trail that goes around the whole thing and a lot of the food trucks are set up on the trail
2: okay Oh, uh, so we uh, have gotten our food from the food trucks, and we go and we commandeer one of the benches along the trail. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like how much fun the Space Cadet Convention was, and
1: I I'm really excited that my movie's doing so well, but it's overwhelming because this kind of thing doesn't happen. Like usually people uh, struggle for a while and have to prove themselves with a couple of films before they get anywhere near this release, especially with a female director.
2: Yeah, I feel that. It's like, and we've all known that you had the chops for it, but it's like, nobody ever expects it. It'll happen to them. And and it's like, there's so many passion projects that people have, and like, people post videos to things, and they like, do art, and they do this, and everybody these days has a podcast. So it's like... (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, wait, wait, I gotta stop you. Does, Does Yardak listen to podcasts?
2: Um, yes. It's how he's been learning some things. Okay. Um... So, wait, what,
0: does he have, like, an iPod or something? Because he has a flip phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, get all these on my Ripplecom.
0: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> I'm imagining Yardak
1: listening to them on a computer and not realizing if he got a smartphone, he could just put them on there.
0: Oh, see, I was gonna think he had a Zoom <laughs> to keep in... <laughs>
2: oh, God, fucking Zooms, Shit.
0: Zooms <laughs> Zune- <Zunes> were great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, yeah, no, we're all super proud of you, and I can't wait to go to, like, an actual premiere and... See everybody just, like, all dressed up and everybody having fun.
1: Oh my god, I can't, like, wait till I get to see my film on the big screen. It's crazy this is happening.
2: Yerunek, what's your favorite podcast? Well, the stuff I've been listening to is uh, more so getting me caught up on all the things that I never had a chance to watch or listen to. So it's a lot of, uh like people watching old like older like movies from like the 80s and the 90s and cuz i mean we all know i'm a bit behind on your pop culture here so i'm trying to get a leg up yeah, and not so uh not are. so much stick out like a sore thumb like i normally do and i'd like um, to get the jokes every now and again
1: if you don't get a reference i'm sure i can explain it to you yardeck
0: and then moments after you know you're having this conversation you're sitting down you're eating your grub from big joe's grub shack big joe's grub shack Suddenly, uh, you feel a vibration in your pocket, uh, Yardek.
2: Is it a phone call or a text?
0: Uh, it's your (gasps) Ripplecom.
2: Ooh, it's a Ripplecom. Okay. I pull out the Ripplecom, press a button, and appears. It is one of the royal guards. So nobody, like, in particular, just, like, a guard?
0: Just a guard. You don't really recognize him or know his name. You have a call waiting from the king.
2: Oh, uh, definitely, uh, let me talk to him.
1: I'm gonna say because I assume I can see all this, right?
2: Yeah, so you're sitting right next to me. Yeah, so I just mouth, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like <laughs> I'm picturing like with like a uh, fork halfway to mouth, like <laughs> exactly.
0: And then, uh, so like the guy steps away from his ripple comms, so like you know his the water like ripples down back into the bowl, mm-hmm. and suddenly forms into Yarkhaven the king.
2: And and I I give like a, a like a nod like Yarkhaven
0: Yardek, good work with the French ambassador.
2: You've already got- did I tell him, or did they contact them? Uh, there, you're- while you're the ambassador, there are other Atlanteans, like, on land. Good, so you've gotten word back from what happened in France, uh, so things are going well there?
0: Yes, it appears the French will be allowing us to build an embassy. Uh, they've given- given us access to a, a small area.
2: They've already given their approval? I thought we were just in talks.
0: No, no, it seems that they have approved it. They really were persuaded by their own ambassador and what you must have said to him.
2: Oh, wow. I mean, I thought I did okay, but, I mean, wow. Um, This is great. I mean, with everything that's going on down there, like, I mean, we need all the help we can get.
0: These rabble rousers will be taken care of, and we will get back to our peace and our tranquility. But your mission is just beginning.
2: Oh, uh, what's going on?
0: I've heard rumor of the next big step. Uh, oh? They're going to be voting to allow us into the General Assembly of the United Nations.
2: Will have a voice.
0: Yes. Basically, while you've been allowed to represent, like they don't recognize it as like a country exactly. Mm. Like, you know, while you've been, mo- and again, because you're mostly like assigned to like work, work alongside union and stuff. Yeah. Yes. I, I believe from what I understand, from what my sources tell me, they will be doing a vote. And of the five major member states, it is, well, currently divvied up. Right now, the uh, French and the Americans are looking to vote yes, but the uh, Chinese and the Russians are looking to vote no.
2: Who's the fifth?
0: That is why I'm calling you. I want you to meet with the ambassador for the United Kingdom.
2: Ah, okay.
0: They are the swing vote in
2: this. Am I going there, or is this, uh...
0: That is, that is why I felt the need to immediately contact you today. It turns out that the ambassador is in Riverside today.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, is there any particular reason that he's here that we should know about? She... Oh. Uh, you're right, I, that was presumptuous.
0: Yes, she is here to dedicate, and and he, uh, che- he, like, whispers to an aide, uh, to check on the dedication of a new aviation museum. Uh,
2: okay. An aviation museum. And the aide comes and whispers
0: to him again, yes, her name is Raina Morris. Rachel, actually, you don't have to roll this, Rachel. Uh, Yardak, roll an, uh, intelligence check. Okay. Actually, if you, I don't think you have any kind of pop culture expertise, okay. right? Like, that's the I opposite mean, of what you have.
2: I've been listening to some podcasts.
0: But I mean in your skill... I mean in your actual skill sheet. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, roll me, a, roll me an okay, intelligence that's check. an
2: 8 plus...
1: Is this something like, I just as a human know?
2: Not exactly. So that's a 14 altogether.
0: Yeah, because of your time spent with Ruby, you recognize this. Uh, Raina Morris, uh, UK ambassador to the United Nations... ...is a former Space Cadet cast member. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me?
0: Hey out there. We are back, baby. Uh, I'm going to apologize right now for this super long delay we've had. Things are back to what should be smooth sailing now, I'm hoping. And I hope that you find this art to have been worth the wait... While we're here, I'm going to give a quick review shout-out this week to Josiah023, who gave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. They said, quote, You guys are awesome, very interesting, and funny. Love me some fellow geeks. Hard to find raw content like this. Keep it up. Oh, also, you guys should consider streaming it as well. That'd be dope. Thanks, Josiah. We have definitely considered streaming for special episodes. You know, something we can definitely look at now that we're back to, you know, doing more regular content. Um, A normal episode, though, a little hard um, because they are so heavily edited, which is a little bit why we're delayed. You know, I didn't want to put out something half-baked. Again, hope the wait has been worth it. We've got some cool stuff in the pipeline, including a new character and cast member on the horizon. Alrighty then, uh, you've waited even longer now. Let's get back to the show.
1: (laughs) One, I love it! So I'm going to assume I already knew she was ambassador because, like, that's something I feel like every Space Cadet fan would know. That for some reason a cast member is the ambassador to England, or the the English ambassador to the to the UN.
0: I feel like it's one of those things. Like when he said the name, suddenly you remembered. But like when he when he was originally just talking about the UK ambassador, like it didn't really click to you.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna make really big eyes behind him. I'm, I'm gonna say, like, is it, like... Well, I imagine
0: you're sitting right next to him on the bench.
1: Yeah, but I'm, like, really big eyes at him, like, oh my god. Is it, like... Okay, because I'm trying to get... It was, like... How how big of an actress, like, for in the show, as opposed like...
0: Uh, she played, um, Dr. Juliet Madison on Space Cadet The Return.
1: Honestly, I just, like, really like her. I'm just like, oh my god.
2: I enjoy that even, like, in real life, you're, like, Turtled and like <laughs> <laughs> do you know when this whole dedication is happening
0: i believe the dedication is tomorrow she just arrived um last night
2: okay as uh do you think we should maybe talk to her before then or at the dedication uh i
0: i got word that the, and again the reason i called you when i found all this out it seemed like the perfect timing i found out that she is currently not doing it like she has no plans uh this afternoon
2: okay do you know where she's staying
0: she is staying at the Nathan Hale Hotel uh which is connected to the uh the Aviation Museum. It's connected by like a sky br- it's connected by like a skybridge kind of thing. She has no plans currently for today. And I believe this is the perfect opportunity for you to to make a good impression for our people.
2: Oh yeah, uh definitely uh no time like the present. I mean, we're just uh, out enjoying the day and having some lunch. So uh once we wrap up here we'll head on over. you know I'm there? Like does the kingdom of the earth. I mean, I assume all? he can see you because it's the ripplecom.
0: The king, like you're close enough, like you're on the edge of of uh, the viewing area. Mm-hmm. So, like the king says, yes, absolutely. Take take your friend. It it is important that she realizes that we are a friend to humanity.
1: I can I do a knowledge check about the actress? Sure. Is she known for liking like fans from her old job, or is it like more of a like she doesn't want to bring up her old work? Like, do I know that
2: information?
0: Roll a check for me.
2: That's uh, so why I was like, Ruby can be my in. A
0: space cadet check.
2: A space cadet check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rolled a 15, by the way,
1: so. Okay. 26.
0: Okay, yeah. You you have, like, a good idea that, like, she is not, she's not, like, annoyed by former fans approaching her, but it, she doesn't really go to the conventions. So, like, you know, okay. yeah, she expects it, but it is not, like, something she seeks out. Especially now that she has to deal with, like, additional security detail and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Do I know about what led her to being an actress on Space Cadet to an ambassador? Uh... Because Rachel and Ruby are just curious.
0: Uh, you know, you rolled really well on that, so you just know, like, again, once you said the name, it all clicked and you remembered, is that basically, like, because she was so popular from the series, uh, you know, she was eventually, like, knighted for the arts. Mm-hmm. And just, like, again, she has... A very good rapport with people and tends to work well with them, so like and and connections with uh you know the government and stuff, so eventually she was just selected. So yes, seek her out and show a good face for our people. Most certainly
2: Yarkaven, you got it. I will do my best. I expect
0: nothing less, Yardak.
2: Over and out. I don't know why I said it like that.
0: I, I like to imagine you bowed at your king before you uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean I'm sitting down, so it was kind of like a like a, a head tilt. Okay. I mean,
1: that's actually what, okay, like, to the Queen of England, that is what guys are supposed to do. Like, just a head tilt.
2: Of course. Like,
1: unless unless they're being, like, knighted.
2: I turned to look to Ruby, my eyes are a little wide, and I was like, oh, I th- thought today was going to be an easy day. Looks like we got s- some stuff ahead of us.
1: Oh my god, I never thought I would get to meet Random Morris. She never comes to conventions.
2: Okay, uh.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm getting my freak out here now, so I don't freak out in front of her. <laughs>
2: I definitely think that's a good thing. I mean, uh, I'm I'm sure she uh, wouldn't mind too terribly, but uh, this is most certainly a a more sensitive issue that we're dealing with here. And not just, uh, I know the convention was fun, but uh, this is not a convention.
1: Yes. I think that I I was like, if anything, I'd bring up I'm a filmmaker.
0: So that's a good question. Are, Are you going in, are you going to wear like your hero outfit or are you going to like go as you?
2: What... Huh. Ooh, I think it'd be better if she went as herself, and then, like, she could, like, show her that she has powers, like, if needed. Be like, see, like, it's not just him, like, there's me too, and, like.
0: Right, I just meant more, it's more about R- one of Ruby's complications is her secret identity,
2: and, like. I mean, yes, but she's also, like, not, is it considered Parliament? She's UK?
1: No, she's not, like, she's not part of Parliament, because she's part of, the, like, ambassadors aren't part of Parliament.
0: But I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, you know, how many people it's one of those things just like with uh Austin, Austin made the connection of, oh, this uh this woman always hangs out with Yardak and this and Yardak always fights alongside a very similarly statured woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think I will put on my hero outfit.
0: It just seems like a worthwhile question. Yeah.
1: I go and I think maybe I put a more How I'm trying to imagine how long is the dress I wear when I'm like heroing?
0: I thought it was like knee length.
1: Yeah. Okay, I read that. I was just trying to make sure. I was like, I don't wear anything too short, right? To, be, like, go meet an ambassador.
0: No, I wouldn't call it too fancy. I wouldn't call it too...
2: <laughs> Walk up, flash and cheek.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like most female superheroes.
0: Hey, well, you're changing that one person at a time. Yeah.
1: And you know what? Instead of the galaxy one, I just go with some some dark leggings. It looks a little bit more professional.
0: All right, so you change it up. More, but the, and the mask?
1: The mask is still the same.
0: The mask is still the galaxy print?
1: Yeah. Oh, I guess. I guess if I'm having that, I guess I might as well have the
0: galaxy print. I'm just—it's your help its your outfit. I'm just checking to make sure.
1: You know what? We're sticking with it. It's a look. It's an aesthetic.
0: Okay. So wait—are you just like? Do you just like wave your hands over yourself in the middle of the park and suddenly you're wearing the outfit? Or no? Do
1: you- I'm going to go to the uh, bathroom. Okay. I fetched for a second. I was like, actually, parks have real bathrooms. I was
0: like, well, I have to go to like a porta potty. No, no, no. The park has a bathroom.
1: Hopefully, like—is there anyone in there?
2: No, 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 no. It's it's actually empty.
1: Okay. Well, I tell Yardak I'm gonna go put on my hero. Get up.
2: ready. Uh, as soon as you're ready, we can go.
1: Okay. So I go change, put the mask on.
0: Okay. So you live in the north in the north end. This park is downtown, and like even a little farther downtown, like south south uh, west of where you're at is where the hotel is. Did you take public transit or did you drive?
2: We took public transit.
1: How good is parking at this park?
0: Uh, parking's okay, actually. It has its own little parking lot. You know, it is in the middle of a city, so...
1: Yeah. No, I just took public transport.
0: Okay, so that's how you're gonna get to the, uh, to the hotel, I imagine? We can take the train. Yeah, it's like a good, it's like a good,
1: uh... Choo-choo!
0: 20-minute <laughs> train ride to get to the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, I've imagining imagine a choo-choo train, not a subway.
2: Oh, I meant subway.
1: Yeah, I know. I I know it's a subway, but I just wanted to go choo-choo.
0: Chugga-chugga-chugga-choo-choo! Alright, so, y- anyway, you you arrive at the hotel... And there's actually like a really stern man with like dark sunglasses and a suit, and he's kind of eyeing you down.
2: I'm gonna just kinda give him a weird look and then walk up to the desk. Uh,
0: this guy was this guy was standing out front of the entrance, like before you go through the door.
2: Does he work at the hotel or is he just being weird? <laughs> <laughs> you said he just gave me a look. Yeah. Uh and
0: as you and as you try to walk by him, he stops you and he goes, Are you Yodak?
2: Uh yes. The question mark very obvious in my tone.
0: Wilhelm Jensen, I'm Miss Morris's security head.
2: Oh, that's uh, great. We are actually here to talk to her.
0: Yes, yes. I, uh, your, your, your king called ahead.
2: Oh, I was not expecting that. Th- is she prepared to meet now, or?
0: Yes, yes. She's she's hanging out in the lobby.
2: Oh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna head on inside and talk to her right now. And so we walk inside, and I'm going to walk up to her, offer my hand, and say. Greetings, Ambassador. I'm so glad that you had the time to talk to us today.
0: And she extends her hand, like, kind of, like, putting it out like so. Like, you know, it's kind of a very, like, a very dainty handshake she goes for. Ah, Mr. Yardak. Pleasure to meet you.
2: No, this pleasure's certainly on mine. I'm so happy that we uh, have both the support of the U.S. and, uh, France. It's a shame to hear that the Chinese and the Russian are not so on board with the plan, but, um... Hoping that maybe we could have a talk and see what we can come up to.
0: Yeah, some people need to be convinced. And she actually looks past you towards Ruby and goes, Ah, you brought one of your masked friends.
2: Yes, uh, we work together. Uh, we've gone on quite a few missions. She has been very instrumental in helping keep her safety here in uh, Riverside, as well as, uh, pretty much the world in general. There's been a big fight she's been a part of, um,
0: she extends her hands and goes, it is a pleasure to meet you, Raina Morris.
1: It's a pleasure to meet you, Ambassador Morris. I'm known as visual aid.
2: Of course you are. <laughs> so she's the VA. Ooh. <laughs> I'm more competent than the VA. Yeah, anybody would be. <laughs>
0: And so, Morris actually was, like, sitting when you approached her, and she stands up, and, like, so when you walk into the lobby, you know, it's like a traditional hotel lobby, a lot of little leather chairs everywhere, some tables, newspaper, there's a little, like, coffee shop over at one side, the concierge desk, and then, if you were behind where you all are, is the sky bridge between the hotel and the museum, and it's filled with all of its own sort of, like, displays and such, you know, being an aviation museum, it's, uh, it's like a lot of plane planes and things like that. A lot of them hanging from the ceiling, all like some of them are replicas, some of them are, like the original ones. So yeah, so she she stands up and she kind of just like wandering about lazily. Can't have to join me?
2: Uh, definitely lead the way. We'd of be happy to go on a walk.
0: And she smiles slightly, and and she just starts walking down the Skybridge area, looking at all like the different displays and things. So Yodak, tell me tell me more about home. Tell me tell me about Atlantis.
2: I mean, our society is uh very similar to yours in the UK, I would imagine. I mean, we have our king and our queen. Uh, everything is pretty much uh societally set up more or less the same way. I mean, we obviously don't have the same sort of buildings or technology you do being underwater, but uh, socially, we're all the same. Uh, that sounded so like, thank you for tuning into PBS, where our differences are what make us unique. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she nods as you're saying this, ah, and... Your police force have problems, too, requiring the aid of masked individuals?
2: I mean, yeah, no, we have our police force, but uh, more or less Atlanteans, we kind of all have, to some extent, we all have this sort of uh, water manipulation that we can do. Some of us, a lot more gifted than others in it. It's a practice skill that we have. Kind of evens the playing field a bit, at least down below. Some, as you would up here, with some people having certain skills or advantages others don't. So, I mean, even with uh, the whole power aspect of it, at least amongst ourselves, we're more or less the same. It's uh, the fear of any sort of issues that we have down below potentially coming to land. And we all know what happened the last time Atlantean issues were on land.
0: Of course, of course. And and she's looking at a display for like a like a replica of an airport. And she's, like, running her hand over, like, the it's like a plaque with, like, an engraved lettering on it, and she's kind of running her hand over it. Mm-hmm. And why does Atlantis wish to join the United Nations?
2: I originally came online making contact with Union because Union specializes in a more uh, off-the-grid sort of issues that most would not know about. And we figured that it would be best to potentially start a new foothold back in your society with union and kind of gradually introduce ourselves back into society in the hopes that potentially we could coexist once again, even though it has been many, many, many years. But now there are some issues down below that have given pause to myself and the king, and we are now a little more worried that what might be happening down below. Might happen on land, and that wouldn't be good for any sort of relations that we are trying to build for the future. So, getting this allyship now would help ease the transition of Atlantis back into human society.
0: Curious, curious. Uh, roll a persuasion check.
2: Fifteen Ooh, plus 9 24
0: I definitely see where you are coming from, Yardek. I I don't like there to be these walls between our peoples but you know you gave us quite a fright quite a a surprise you know we expected to explore the stars to discover new people not under our own oceans
2: yeah i mean one of the things i've learned here is that the humans know more about the stars than they do down below so this partnership would be scientifically even just beneficial
0: well i am glad that you extended this olive branch of friendship that I could get to know you a little better, and perhaps we, uh, perhaps we have more to discuss, even. And she goes to say something. Roll me, both of you roll me a, uh, perception check.
1: Ooh, not great.
2: And then my perception. Well, eight.
1: I always forget I have nothing in perception on this character, so five. I rolled a five.
2: Okay. 22 for me.
1: I'm too starstruck to perceive anything,
0: <laughs> Yardek, If that's the case, whichever one you have higher in athletics or acrobatics, roll me a check.
2: Oh, I have lucky, right? You have luck. Yeah. that Wait, was What a nat was one. your? What, what was your? What was your total? Before? <laughs> it was in that one. We are not having that. Oh, one. yeah. That's not great. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. Thirteen <laughs> plus eight is twenty-one.
0: Okay. So mark down that you used one year luck. For this for this game, um, so you rolled twenty one, and actually, actually, uh, Ruby roll roll a uh, athletics or pers- or acrobatics, whichever one is better. Ugh. I
1: roll well, when I have to know stuff about space cadet and making films. But <laughs> fifteen.
0: So Ruby was too starstruck to notice this, and Yardak, you were just so in tune with the discussion and everything that you were just so something about it. You just heard a sound from above, and you hear a loud crack. As one of the airplane displays breaks off from the ceiling and falls down, you rolled high enough that you notice what was happening, and you also rolled high enough that you have an opportunity to react. What do you do?
2: Am I able to... Do I need to roll to do something, or can I just explain what I'm doing?
0: You have to tell me what you're doing, and then you might have to roll. Oh,
2: okay. Because I hear the crack, and I quick look up, and then I'm going to... I'm going to shove Ruby hard to, like, throw her away. And I'm going to, like... Do, like, the hero, like, grab and roll with Raina. All
0: right, if that's the case, roll me... Do you have acrobatics? Yeah. Roll me another acrobatics
2: check. Yeah, that was my higher one, because it's eight.
0: Hey, mine's eight, too. Fuck.
2: I mean, it's not an at one, but it's a two. So ten altogether. All right. Did you want to
0: use the luck, or did you want to roll with as is?
2: You could also use a hero point, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Hero point. You're gonna use the hero point. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you're successful, Ruby. You just get a hard like shove to the chest and get pushed <laughs> back onto your butt, <laughs> and Yardak just tackles forward right in time as this this giant like metal plane crashes down onto the sky bridge, and the structure of the sky bridge holds, but it just sent dust flying everywhere uh, and like some materials like just threw off it, and you hear uh, Wilhelm Jensen, the the security chief, yell,
2: Raina! A Wilhelm scream.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you hear him yell, Raina! And, and he, like, you can't see him because of all the dust, but he's running. And then when the dust settles, you can see Morris is, like, holding her arm. Like, ow, ow, ow. And you kind of, like, give her a once-over. She doesn't appear to have any, like, you know, she's not cut up or anything. And she doesn't have any, like, rebar sticking through her.
2: Yeah. So, like, as i <laughs> was still... a po- Which was a possibility. Yeah, that's why I was like, no, no, she needs to be protected. This has to happen because she's the swaying vote. <laughs>
0: uh, or, Ruby, you did not take any damage from that. Cool. But you're a little winded, I imagine.
2: Yeah. So I didn't take damage either?
0: No, no, no. You dived out of the way just in time.
2: So in that case, uh, as I am still kind of like crouched over her, I'm going to uncap my water skin and show her, like, basically show her my power and heal. You said it was her arm?
0: Yeah, yeah. She's holding her arm like, uh, I I don't know. I think I might have fractured it.
2: Okay. And then I'm going to uh, draw the water out of my skin and have it uh, wrap around my hands and kind of, like, hold on to her hand and allow the healing to take effect and heal her arm. Okay, I want you to make a healing roll. I was doing great on these rolls in the beginning and now they're just slowly getting worse.
1: (laughs) As long as you didn't nat one again.
2: Honestly, though. Um, but, okay, so if it's a plus six that gives me a fourteen altogether.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. The water, like, washes over her arm and, uh, and you hear her go ooh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, what, like as the, as the, as the bone sets. And I, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, that's what I was thinking. Uh, and she's, like, a little amazed, and a little shocked, and, like, holding her arm, and she realizes, like, it's not in pain anymore.
1: Can, am I, like, can I, like, get up and walk towards them? Yeah, he said the stability of the skybridge is fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and the, and the dust is all settled now, like, everyone can see.
1: So I do that, I go up and walk to them, and be like, is everything okay?
0: Yes, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> uh... My gosh, what? I, and as she's saying that, Wilhelm runs around, and also, like, one of the, like, uh, hotel concierges, like, runs around, and and the concierge is like, oh my god, are you okay?
2: Everything's okay now. It definitely gave us a scare, but everybody is okay now. Uh, Was anybody else injured? Anything down below? Was it inside the skybridge, or did it, like, fall onto the skybridge?
0: No, no, the the skybridge is, uh, like, an enclosed area.
2: Okay, so the plane was hanging inside the skybridge.
0: Exactly, and it just fell off.
2: So yeah, I, we're all okay. Uh, she, ran a hurt her arm a little bit, but we took care of that.
0: Yes, they, Jensen. I, I uh, and she goes to stand up, and Jensen like kind of helps her up. She goes, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, take it easy there." And she goes, "I, Mister Yardak, thank you so much, for you got us all out of the way, and you, and you <laughs> healed my arm. I, I was apprehensive at first, but I see the kind of man you are."
2: Yes, Gardeck is a great ally to have. Most certainly, it's a actually literally my job. I'm uh, a medic in the Atlantean army, so uh, protecting and healing are uh, most certainly part of my job title.
0: And she nods along as you're speaking, and and she looks Jensen. I, I think I'd like to go back back to the room now. A- and and she looks at the at the two of you. Would you care to join me for dinner?
2: Uh, that would be an honor. I would uh, love to talk some more and hear what you have to think.
1: It would be my pleasure. Uh where would you wanna eat dinner?
0: I have the penthouse. I'll have I can order us food.
1: That would be lovely.
0: And I also didn't mention this earlier, but uh the, the Nathan Hale Hotel is also like one of the tallest buildings in the city.
1: Okay, well that would be lovely. Seems the like appropriate response.
2: You're gonna
0: get a wicked good view.
2: <laughs> I every little thing like I'm fighting all my instincts to not be like, I feel like she's a bad person. This hotel's really tall. Something's gonna happen. We're gonna have to fight our way out of here.
0: Not every tall building is gonna be you fighting your way out of it. I know,
2: but I I conditioned. So yeah, and and she
0: puts her arm on the concierge and says Before tomorrow's event, I would like a full examination done of all of the displays. And and the concierge just looks at the looks at the wreckage and looks at her and just like nods scared.
1: <laughs> Look, he should just be happy she's not suing.
0: Oh yeah. Even though she's like fine, she's a little bit in shock, so like Jensen's walking with her, like, he's holding one hand and has his hand on her back and kind of just, like, walking with her. Because she's, like, in her mid-sixties. Uh, Reyna? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's not old, but she's not, you know, like, you know, uh, she's not as young as she used to be because it's been 30 years since the show, show went off the air or whatever. hmm And yeah, she leads you to a, a, um, an elevator, and you all get- and when you all get in, uh, Jensen pulls out, like, a little key card and it- and he puts it on so he can get it, like, request the penthouse suite- so oh, well, okay, we're, so we're going to now?
1: dinner right now
0: I was like yeah she wanted to go back up to the room and have dinner uh, and it's also like by this point you know it was morning and now you know I'm gonna say like there was some more conversation that y'all had besides what we played out and it's like getting close to like eh, 4 or 5pm okay like you had to travel and get there and everything and and, and you know
1: uh, the reason I was asking like where we were having dinner I was like am I gonna have to fucking
2: go to a restaurant dressed up as visual aid yes hmm. <laughs> Do we think it's safe to let her know Ruby's identity? I'm going to let you guys make that choice. You know what? No, I don't trust her yet.
1: You know, okay, you know, it'd be hilarious. Like if she had gone to a convention and had a really good memory and just be like, hey, aren't you that chick?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And if you could go into roll 20 now.
2: Oh, do we have a map for this one?
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: Is this whole thing her hotel room?
0: Yeah, she has the penthouse suite.
1: Fancy. God damn. Look, I've never
2: been to a goddamn penthouse suite. I don't know what it looks like.
0: It's usually the whole top floor of whatever building you're in.
2: I mean, I understand the idea, but shit.
0: So anyway, yeah, you arrive at the penthouse suite. And at this point, uh, Reina is like, you know, kind of getting back in her groove. And she's moving on her own. And she takes a seat over at the table. What kind of food were you thinking for dinner? Anywhere in, th- anywhere in the city, my treat.
2: I'm going to try to make a joke and be like, anything but seafood. And kind of nudge her a little bit. Like, huh? huh.
1: And I I, of sympathy,
2: go, ha like. ha. <laughs> like, very obviously not funny. Yeah, and
0: she gives a little laugh and she goes, "That is a terrible shame." I've heard Kawabunga Calamari is an amazing restaurant.
2: Kawabunga Calamari.
1: For there, I'm assuming you do actually eat seafood, right?
2: Yeah. Okay, live in the fucking ocean. Yeah.
0: So yes, where would you like me to order from?
1: Uh, is there any place that you've been that you've heard of that you wanted to try?
0: Oh, and she snaps her fingers. Oh, what is it called? I believe it's called Station House, like a steak place. Do I know what that is? Station house, I would say yes, but she also knows it as a place she can't afford to
2: go.
1: And I was going to say, I've heard that. I've heard it's great. That's, turn out to be like,
0: bitch I poor. Yeah.
2: And then I'm just going to say, uh, you are our guest here. You most certainly get to make the choice. Let's have station house.
0: And she looks over to Jensen. Jensen, order me a steak medium rare, a, uh, whatever, whatever sides they offer, you know, surprise me. And and hmm uh and also send someone out and and get us a nice uh bottle of Pinot Noir.
1: I want you to know and Ruby that is Ruby it's taking all her might, not just sing Pinot Noir from the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
0: <laughs> which which absolutely exists in this world. It's too much joy for it not to.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Transcending joy. Uh so that's what she orders and, and she dresses to you to let Wilhelm know.
1: I order uh Medium rare steak as well, and I say I would like... I hear there's a vegetable medley side that's supposed to be
2: good. I would like that.
0: All right, and uh, Jensen's typing all this in on his phone, and he looks up for you at you,
2: Make it three steaks, Jensen, and uh, a a baked potato. I love potatoes. You know what? Make it two. Two baked potatoes.
0: All right, I will put that in with the delivery app, and it should be here in... Uh, about an hour.
2: Sounds great. Uh, gives us time to talk, I suppose.
0: Should we- we have a conference room, we have a living room, uh, I have this table here, where- where would you like to sit?
2: How about- a uh, conference room is entirely too formal, I feel like after a near-death experience.
0: Would you like a little tour of this ridiculous
2: facility they've put me in? Uh, sure, lead the way.
1: I was like, I was thinking this place was, was fancy.
0: And she, like, wanders you through- I'm not gonna actually, like, go through every room, but, like, she takes you through- you see, there's, like, the guest bedroom, and there's, like, a little theater room. There's three bathrooms, and then also a master bathroom.
2: It's <sighs> a whole house.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and basically And there's, like, a giant, giant-ass master bedroom, and it's got, like, its own private staircase.
1: I'm going to ask, I was like, is some of your uh, details staying here as well?
0: I believe so, but I, I've sent them away for the evening. I I, I, I feel they give me two, especially when I am just home, home. I don't wherever home is at the time, I don't feel I need uh, so many people crowding me or crowded around me. I can understand that. Try to get a little bit of time to myself whenever I can. Mm-hmm. And I would say that whole, like, tour and everything probably took, like, you know, like, you all kind of were chatting while you went through it, I would say that took probably close to an hour, like, coming up on it.
1: Okay. I want to imagine something like this happened, and this is, like, stolen from a blog brothers video, where they, like, got put up in a fancy hotel. And mm-hmm. they were, like, looking at the art, and they realized they, they had an actual Picasso print in the hotel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what, I imagine, like, like I don't know, I, not not Picasso, not Van Gogh, Who, who's another artist?
1: Well, actually, because Picasso, did, like, later in life, would just make, like, nothing, and people would buy it. So there's a shit ton of Picasso prints.
0: Yeah, you know what, there's a Picasso, and there's a Salvador Dali. So yeah, yeah, she walks you through, and you can all have a nice, you know, conversation about the art and the ridiculousness. You know, she talks about home, she talks about Atlantis, and, you know, what it's like to be away from home.
1: You know, I will mention that I was, like, I will mention, I was like, I am not originally from the city, and I, I miss, I'm not nearly as far away as you two, but I do miss my home, occasionally.
0: And, and where are you from, visual aid?
1: Um, I am from the south of the U.S. So, Mexico? The way that, that was worded weirdly. I'll reward that. I am from the southern U.S. Is that how you say that?
0: Uh, And she takes a seat. Wilhelm's been gone for a little while, and he pops back in, and he says, Food's here. They're sending someone up to hand-deliver it.
2: I don't trust the delivery guy! I know! Why are we so untrustworthy? Or, untrusting? (laughs) Maybe because we are untrustworthy.
0: And a few moments later, a person from the hotel shows up, and uh, he's got, like, a whole cart, like, he's wheeling in. Like, he brings in all the food, and he has, like, utensils for you. Uh, And he actually ran, and he got the Pinot Noir, he actually got two bottles of the Pinot.
2: Pinot no Great. Yeah. Um.
0: And he has like champagne glasses and everything, or I guess it'd be wine glasses. One of my things. Yeah. Reina looks at you, Ruby. So, how long have you been a fan of of Space Cadet?
1: And I and I was like, oh, a, a long time. How, how did you know?
0: I recognize that wide eyed look from when I used to do the conventions and. I'm the occasional person I run into on the street.
1: Trying to keep my cool since I'm here in a somewhat official capacity.
0: And she puts her hand over top of yours. You did marvelous.
1: I, uh, for a long time I used to watch it when I was in middle school. It. I'm trying to word this so, because I don't want to, like, reveal my identity. It's, my day job has to do with film, and the show is part of the reason why.
0: Oh, very interesting. Did, uh, did you hear anything about the the wing I'm dedicating?
1: A little bit. It's it's been a little hush-hush.
0: Ah, well, it's for a, uh, a Mr. Daniel T. Barry. He, he was an, a NASA astronaut, and he told me uh, not long ago when I met him that one of the reasons he accepted NASA's position that they offered him was in part because of, of a space cadet. And that, you know, it, it warms my heart to hear that a silly little show can have such a positive impact. That's amazing. So, Yardak, let's, let's get down to brass tacks. You want to see us vote to bring Atlantis in?
2: Absolutely. Uh, It would be an honor to be a part of the UN, and it would definitely ease our minds that if needed, we could call on you, and you could call on us.
0: But as it comes to this, how do I put it, undersea conflict, you, you see it as a possibility, you said that it could draw onto land, what Would you expect us to assist in a war effort?
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I highly doubt a war effort would be necessary. More so, just the confidence of you would have our back, and that potentially could dissuade those down below from attempting anything that might draw undue attention and or bringing the fight onto land.
1: It it would also be helpful it would stop dissenters from seeking uh, help from the human world if they knew the human world did view Atl- Atlantis as sovereign nation.
0: It, this is true. I, I do see where you're coming from. I I, I only hold the fear that we, we try not to get involved in internal conflicts within within the country. Uh, at least, at least it's, it is my job. It is my responsibility to kind of keep us separate from those kind of from those kind of conflicts.
2: Ah, yes, no, no no. We would not ask you to interfere unless it was absolutely dire.
0: The one problem that may occur is unless the boundaries of Atlantis are expressly created and we know where it ends and where it begins, it, it creates the problem of what is a outside force attacking you versus what is an internal conflict amongst yourselves. And that is something that we'll need to discuss at some point.
2: As I'm sure you're well aware, the actual location of Atlantis is the the highest of sensitive information, and I myself am not personally allowed to let you know, but depending on how things go with the alliance between us and the United Nations and seeing where this could lead, I mean, in the ideal world, not only might you end up knowing the location of Atlantis, but we could potentially set up trade and communication and uh, a whole future together.
0: And I would love that. I am just letting you know now, you know, the 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 vote is still a little ways off, but in order for us to vote at all, your will have to disclose that information to us. Ooh. I'm I'm not saying to me, I'm not saying now, but it is something that will have to happen because in order to recognize you as a country, we need to know where your country is.
2: Uh, I do see where you are coming from. Uh, once again, that is not a choice that I myself am allowed to make, but I will most certainly uh, tell our king.
0: And she puts her hand over yours and she says, I am confident, though, that if you are able to tell the United Nations that information, that we will be able to get the General Assembly's vote. You know, the, the Security Council has a has a large sway over, over that.
2: Yes, most certainly. It's uh, just the fear of... What happened the last time that the location of Atlantis was known, and hopefully with some more trust being built and more just
1: does Ruby know what happened the last time the like location of Atlantis was known, or was that like thousands of years
2: ago? I mean it was like a long long time ago, but like at this point you're like in the know, okay, I mean, and I'm fairly certain we've talked about it at some point, like at least in broad strokes, yeah.
0: At this point, the food is down on the table, and, uh, and you know, is starting to bite into her steak, and, and she's enjoying. Uh, he surprised her, he just got her, like, mashed potatoes, green beans, like, very simple. Mm-hmm. And Wilhelm is actually just sitting down, he actually is joining you guys to eat. And they're both sitting at, like, each end of the table, and you guys are kind of in the middle.
1: Ruby's thinking to herself, like, like, Bethany's never gonna believe where I got food from today.
0: And both of you roll an insight check. This week's Intel drop was brought to you by... well, it's us this time, and and you'll see why in a moment. In a star system far across the cosmos, the Quarnian Empire reigns supreme. The shape-shifting plant-like species sends scouts throughout the galaxy, searching for worlds ripe for resources and conquest. But the further the scouts get from the hive mind, the more independent they become. Soon after landing on Earth in the late 1800s, a young scout became trapped near a burning barn. Daryl Archibald, a botanist and owner of the farm, found the inhuman creature. After watching the alien transform and beg for his help, and despite his reservations, Archibald freed them. As they recovered, Archibald came to call the visitor Greenhouse. The time spent together bonded the two as they learned of each other's planets. Archibald kept the news of the otherworldly visitor secret, knowing Greenhouse's abilities would frighten others. The call of the hive mind was now only a distant buzzing in the Quarnian's mind anymore. Greenhouse adopted many aliases over the years, working alongside Archibald as he grew older. When his friend finally passed away, Greenhouse set off to see the rest of the world, and help those he could. But he wasn't the last scout the Empire would send. This intel drop was brought to you by ourselves, and we'd like to take a moment to plug Podchaser.com again. I've mentioned Podchaser before as a spot to leave us a review, but they've also recently revamped themselves to include a social feed function. That makes it, in my opinion, the coolest spot for finding podcasts and connecting with fellow fans, so you can check them out again at podchaser.com. Now, let's get back to the game.
1: Ugh, I've lost a two.
2: Yep, I'm going to use my last lucky. You know what? What was your totals? Oh, 13.
1: So ten, but I was going to use my hero.
0: All right, so to so you would otherwise you would otherwise have failed. So you're going to use the hero point to give yourself a boost. You're saying
2: yes, and I'm going to use my last lucky
0: to re-roll. Okay,
2: not twenty. That's what you call a fucking lucky.
0: <laughs> you both catch Morris's eye uh, as you're all eating, and she smiles and she takes a swig of her. Uh, swig of her pinot and she's eating a little bit and she suddenly starts to frown
2: i'm going to say oh is everything okay
0: and she goes and and she starts like to scratch at her throat and she's like turning pale
2: okay do i know cpr first aid anything i mean i can literally heal her if if, as long as it's not like something's caught in there
0: and she goes to stand up and she reaches out towards you and falls like onto the table and she goes and she just starts turning like blue
2: uh, so I'm very quickly going to heal her.
0: Okay. So you, you run the water over her and everything. Uh, and, and at this point, she almost turns, like, a sickly green before she- before you healed her. hmm And you see, like, when you healed her, it pulled out, and it's like a green- like, a green liquid is, like- Basically, like, she almost, like, sweated it out from your healing.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Okay, I have a question. We're had Had the rest of us not taken anything to drink yet-
0: uh, well, she had been, as I say, she had been drinking the Pinot from one of the bottles, and you guys were drinking from the other bottle.
2: Okay. So Wilhelm opened up two separate bottles.
0: This was the waiter person.
2: Ah. And she looks up at you and
0: goes, it was like my whole throat was constricting. <sighs>
1: Ma'am, this is the second time you've almost died today. Something's happening.
2: And uh, what I'm going to do is, because you said, like, it was a liquid? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have- take that liquid and put it into some sort of like glass or something that like can hold it and be like and i'm going to say to her i am going to take this to our facilities and have our scientists run tests on this to see what could cause such a reaction we should also take the wine
0: as you say that the waiter comes back in and sees you all like her spread over the table and goes oh my gosh is everything okay
2: i'm going to uh quickly subdue him
0: Okay, make an attack roll then, I guess? Or how? what do you What do you mean by subdue? Subdue is a broad term.
2: I don't want to, like, beat him, but I'm going to, like, <laughs> <Okay>. run over <laughs> to him and, like, bear hug him, slash, and I'm going to yell to Ruby, give me some rope. I have, a can also, I- Also, I rolled a 16. A 16, and then my matter heart would be my strength? Yeah, uh, yeah, in this case. Okay, so that'd be a plus six, so 22. That's
1: like, do you, okay, I'm gonna ask, do you want a rope, or would a box be better?
2: Just a rope. We have, uh, he could be an unwitting accomplice. Okay, I make the rope, walk it over. So, wait, real
0: quick, describe to me how you were subduing him, like, how are you holding him?
2: Uh, I went over and basically took one arm around him, like, from behind, and then with the other, I, like, had his hands behind his back, and then when I yelled for Ruby to throw me the rope, I snatched it out of the air, and- so, Well,
0: no, 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 Ru- Ruby said she was walking the rope over. Oh, okay. As she makes it, and she starts to walk over- He actually, like, hooks his leg under yours and, like, pulls and trips both of you onto the ground.
2: How both of them? Oh, like, me and him. Not me and Ruby. Okay. Uh,
0: and you fall and you lose your grip on him. And that's when, uh, he pulls a knife out of his, uh, shirt. So he rolls away from you and at the same time is pulling out two daggers.
2: And I'm going to yell to Ruby, box him! (laughs) Okay, I would like to put him in a box.
0: Okay, uh, so I need to make a dodge check and all right, he actually uh does dodge out of the way of of your boxing rude, and he actually uh throws daggers at all four of you.
2: he only has two hands
0: <laughs> yeah, but he has more. Mul- he, he can he, first off he has two hands but you can hold more than one dagger in each hand and also he can grab more daggers. I suppose what is your dodge plus ten
2: my dodge. So 17.
0: 21. Ruby, you duck out of the way just in time, and this dagger just flies, like, right past your shoulder, and it lands in the wall. Uh, Yardak, you take the other one straight to the so- shoulder, though.
1: Okay. What about the two civilians? Or I guess Wilhelm, and it might not be a civilian, he's security, but...
0: W- Wilhelm had pulled out his gun, and the one dagger just knocked it right out of the- right out, and, like, stuck it to the wall. His gun? Yeah, like, it went through, like, it went through, like, the trigger.
2: That's... Oh. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Hey, remember the time when you're like, not all hotels are going to have, like, you have to fight your way out, fucker. <laughs> Liar. Sack of shit.
0: Anyway, uh, so yeah, and then Raina, though, like, sort of got out of the way, but, like, caught it in the hand. <laughs> this poor Ew. bitch. My
2: god. Ah, she yells
1: <laughs> I'm just going to yell at him, like,
2: what is wrong with you? Leave her alone. <laughs> She's the deciding vote. They can't have her do it. And
0: so everyone roll initiative now. Ugh, I did not
1: roll initiative well. Ten. I was too busy getting out of the way of the dagger.
2: Nine, yeah, so 19.
0: And then, you're actually, I have yours. What'd you roll? You rolled ten? Yeah. All right, so you're 15.
1: I assume she's not. Is Wilhelm going to?
0: Uh, well, let's see. I was gonna say, in terms of the initiative, this works out, because Yardak did a thing, he did a thing, you did a thing, and Wilhelm, like, basically got uh, disarmed, and he, uh... For his turn, he, Wilhelm yanks the dagger out of the wall and grabs his gun. That makes sense. And Reyna, like, gets behind, uh, one of the couches. Like, she pulls one of the couches out, uh, and gets behind it. And now it is, uh, Yardak's turn. Oh, wait, actually, sorry, the one thing we didn't have you do, you didn't roll a damage check, uh, a toughness check for your damage.
2: Oh, okay.
0: For, cause you got hit in the shoulder.
2: 13, 21.
0: Okay, uh, you are gonna take a negative one toughness check.
2: Uh, for future ones. Okay.
0: Because, like, he got you real good in the shoulder. Like, ow, that stings. And now it is your turn.
2: Okay. Then I am going to take my spear and huck it at him right in his shoulder.
0: Okay. Roll your spear.
2: Seven with a ten modifier. So, seventeen. Seventeen. Actually, uh,
0: he dodges out of the way. The fuck? Uh, so, like, the spear goes around and he does, like, a backflip. He does the backflip, like, off the wall, uh, and the spear sticks into the wall behind him. Okay, you squirrely
2: little fucker.
0: And as you were doing that, he, like, pulls out, like, another handful of daggers.
2: Fuck. Do you do anything else on your turn? Then I'm going to, uh, rush over to Reyna.
0: And, like, what, you're, like, putting putting yourself between the two, between all y'all?
2: Uh-huh. Uh, Uh, so, alright, so it is his turn, and he
0: actually, when I say a handful of daggers, I meant three, and he takes all three and throws them at you.
2: Not like you as a group, me particularly, all three.
0: You in particular- he throws all three at you.
2: (laughs) Fucking asshole. Okay.
0: What's your dodge plus ten?
2: Yeah, seventeen. Uh, he
0: hits. So make another, uh, resistance. All three hit, actually, and the- and the third one's a critical.
2: Oh, okay, fun. Uh, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Plus- I want to point out Ruby's, la meets actress she's always wants to meet. Actress almost dies three times
2: potentially still could 13 altogether.
0: <laughs> All right, so yeah, so you are at a negative 4 penalty now.
2: Awesome.
0: Uh and now it's Ruby's turn.
1: Okay, I want to ask, when we were on the tour, did she mention anything about like having a panic button or or like panic button here or like some kind of alarm?
0: She did not. Did you say you used your hero point
2: already, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me I've used everything. Yeah.
1: Okay, I, can I use my movement to jump on the
0: table?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, I'm gonna jump on the table so I'm, like, above him, and go down at him and do razzle-dazzle.
0: Oh, okay. Alright, uh, so...
1: I'm trying to aim it particularly at him and not, you know, blind everybody else.
0: So, the razzle-dazzle, uh, I know that I need to make some kind of, uh, resistance check here. hmm I just don't have it on my list, so I don't know what it takes. Yeah, should- okay,
1: I'm, I'm reading dazzle, resisted by fortitude, affects visual, then audio.
0: Fifteen. Fifteen? Alright, so, and you said fortitude, right? Yes. He had already, he, he was still looking at Yardak when you jumped up, and he looks at you right as the razzle-dazzle starts, <laughs> and it goes off, and it, I'll to say, it wasn't enough, like, he can still hear, but he can't see. Like, he's, like, blinking and, like, holding his eyes, but, like, he, like, kind of, like, stops himself, and he's kind of, like, like, he's moving very slowly, trying to listen to the environment, but he can't see.
1: okay. And can I, because I didn't move that much, can I jump back behind the table again? Sure. And I try to do that as quietly as possible, so he doesn't know where I am.
0: And at that point then, Wilhelm runs up and, like, takes a swing at him with one of the daggers he took off the wall.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah, fuck it up. Except that, uh,
0: well, let me make sure. He straight up, Matrix leans out of the way.
2: Wait, how? He can't see!
0: (laughs) But he can hear.
2: He can hear a knife flying through the air.
0: No, 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 no. Wilhelm ran up to him to like slash oh, him. Oh, okay, okay. And at this point, uh, Morris, Reina, she she looks over the couch and goes, "What do we do? We got to get out of here. Should we, should we run?"
1: I'm going to ask, "Do you have a panic button?"
0: No, no, I, I I always keep Wilhelm nearby. I didn't I didn't think. Then
2: uh, I'd say yes. Let's run.
1: And then I'm going to ask, is there a fire alarm anywhere here?
2: And she says, "I think." I think in the hallway.
0: Can I take my phone and take a picture of this dude? I'm going to count that as a free action, sure.
1: Yeah, I should take a picture of him. I, like, I want to give it to my
2: union contacts. All right, well, you
0: need to figure out what you're going to do, because then whatever action you decide next, then I'm going to start the round over.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say, yes, let's definitely run. Don't pull the fire out there. We're going to take the elevator. All right, uh, it is your turn then, Yardak. I'm going to grab Reyna by the hand and just book it for the door. Okay. Can I throw a force field around us and still run?
0: Yeah, that'd be a move and a standard, so you could do that.
2: So yeah, I'm gonna throw a force field up around us and run to the elevator. Or the door. You're running with Raina. Because it's the pet. I'm gonna
0: say because you have a person with you, you make it to the door.
2: Penthouse is the elevator door. Like, that's- there is no door.
0: Right, right, no, no, no. I'm saying you make it to, like, the door of this room.
2: Oh, okay. Since you're
0: holding another person and, like, pulling them along with you, trying to keep them yeah, safe. Yeah, and
1: making a force field.
0: Since you're doing all that, so you get, you get to the door and, like, you open the door, uh, and that's when he- he throws the daggers, but they kind of, like, bounce off the force field, mm-hmm. and he starts to chase after you, and now it's Ruby's turn. So, like, move, move. You and Reyna are, like, here now, I guess. Like, box him.
1: Yeah. I'm going to try to put a box around him.
0: Yeah, so I guess uh, he's gonna take a major penalty, because he can't see, so it's harder for him to dodge out of the situation.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he could hear, I don't think it makes a sound when I do this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I never, never imagine it really is having a sound to it. Yeah, the, uh, the box forms around him, trapping him inside, and, like, you hear him, like, pounding at it, but, like, he's not making any- any progress.
1: And I'm going to run as much as I can.
0: Okay. Wilhelm stays back. He's phoning the police while y'all are running.
2: What can I say? I was like, we're gonna get her to safety. We're gonna take her and get her to somewhere safe. We'll contact you.
0: Uh, so yeah, you get down to the lobby, and where do you go? Like,
2: sh- straight to Union. We- we cannot take public transportation. I'm gonna ask- do you have a car? Like, here- who has a car in a city like this? Then, I mean, we have contact to Union, we can call them. An Uber would actually be a little bit more- You know
1: what? Yeah. Is this equivalent of New York? Is there a cab there?
0: Yeah, you know what? There's a cab nearby.
2: Okay, I'm gonna hail a cab.
0: Okay, part of me was like, Ruth Day is your
2: cab driver, but no. <laughs> oh my god, I'd fucking love that. So you get in the cab driver, and he's like, hey, where are we going? I'm not going to say Union, but I'm gonna give him the address. There, yeah. Okay. And I figured that, like, by taking, like, an Uber slash taxi, you'll be a lot more inconspicuous than, like, the train. Because I mean, yeah, didn't see us get into here,
0: right? Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll a stealth check, real
2: quick. And
1: also, I wanted to grab a taxi and not an Uber because I think Uber probably can get hacked and it tracks your location. Okay.
2: So you said a roll a stealth?
0: Yeah. Both of us? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it as a team check.
1: Fuck. Ooh. Apparently, I'm stealthy.
2: Yeah. Sixteen.
1: Uh. Unnatural twenty.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. You get to Echo Base, no problem. Taxi cab driver drops you off. And as he's dropping you off, though, you do get a call from, uh, Jensen.
2: Like, super quick, answer the phone.
0: Actually, sorry, I should say, like, you, I don't know why he would call you guys. No, he calls, uh, Raina. And Raina answered and goes, Jensen? And, and Jensen goes on the other line, I think you can come back now. I'm, the police are on their way. I, I think he's dead.
2: I'm gonna say to her, better safe than sorry. Let's just, convene here for now and see what happens.
1: I'm gonna say, we we know the people here, we
0: know the food. Okay, and <laughs> alright, and he says, okay, yeah uh, I- I'm gonna send you, I'm about to send you a, a video file. Okay. And it's like a video of the box and all of a sudden you hear the uh, assassin yell no, 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 I, I can still do this, I-, I have this. And you hear a <sighs> <sighs> and then you hear it like like a slump like a slam onto the ground from inside the box.
1: Ooh. I have an idea of what this could be.
0: And Raina looks at you and goes, "What the hell is going on in this bloody town?"
1: For the record, my box does not make that. My box is just
0: a box. Chapter 20. History has its eyes on you. Masks and Mayhem uses Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and given first-class hotel service by myself, R.C. Byler. You can follow us for free, forever, on all major podcast platforms. If you like what we do, please leave us a review on podchaser.com. It helps more people find us, and maybe we'll even read your review in a later episode. Follow us on Twitter, at Mayhemcast, to see all of our updates. It's honestly the best spot to keep up with announcements. If you leave us some feedback with the Mayhemcast hashtag, you might even show up as an NPC in a future arc. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.
2: This is not part of anything, but it's funny that you chose the name Nathan Hale because y'all know every teen wolf fan fiction. It is a commonly accepted like just thing that Derek Hale's father, which was never given a name on the show, is named Nathan Hale. So when oh, okay. you said it, I was like, <laughs>
0: Nathan, I mean, Nathan Hale is a Revolutionary War spy. Yeah. <laughs> because and he's from Connecticut, which, if you remember, Riverside City is in Connecticut. <laughs>
1: I did not know he was in Connecticut. I did know he was a spy. Did not. I knew you read Teen Wolf fan fiction. I didn't know about Nathan Hale.
0: There's a lot of things here that Rachel both did and did not know. (laughs)